you know, trading is a mental sport. Investing is a mental sport. And I want to make sure that we don't get knocked off our mental because it's like a boxer or a basketball player or any type of person who plays a sport. When they can talk you out your game, talk you out your head, that is where the mistakes start to happen. Do you feel like you were meant to live a life of financial abundance? Like you know your money is supposed to work harder for you than you work for it? Maybe you heard about the stock market and the new millionaires being created and wonder why not me? Maybe you want to invest in the stock market, but you don't know where to start. Maybe you have a 401k or an IRA, but you want to enjoy your money now, not just in retirement. Maybe you already had some success in the stock market, but you want to take it to the next level. Working for somebody else and watching free YouTube videos will only get you so far. To truly be financially free, it takes a strategic game plan, an investor's mindset, and a willingness to take calculated risks. When you're ready to get out of the rat race and onto the fast track, join us here where we break down how to manage money, how to navigate the stock and options market, and how to approach investing with the right mindset. I'm Jason Brown, stock market coach and options trader, and this is the Money Markets and Mindset Podcast. Hey, what's up, Power Traders? Welcome to the Money Markets and Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, stock market coach and option trader, Jason Brown. And man, what a wild week it has been in the market. Uh, I'm talking major volatility. Things are up big, down big, back up big, and just all around just crazy. Um, No consistent, repeatable pattern, which is what we normally like to trade. And so I was thinking about some of my trading experiences this week, and it's been stressful. And trading doesn't usually stress me. Trading or investing usually doesn't stress me out. Um, but I, I placed some trades and those trades went against me, which, you know, is normal. That can happen. But I'm from this school of like, if it ain't going down, it's going up. If it ain't going up, it's going down. And so I, you know, when it went against me, I, I was heavy in some position, 100, 200 contracts. And uh, so even just to move 50 cent against me is like $10,000 in one account, uh, 5,000 on another one. And so, I mean, you could just move 50 cents and boom, you're down 15,000, just like that. And, you know, I don't know if it's just my bravado or what, but I'm like, mm-mm, I want my money back. And so I started to veer off into a little bit, dare I say it, I want to say I was revenge trading. It ended up being revenge trading, but I wasn't revenge trading. So let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me continue and share. So I, I switched my position because I was bearish on some things. They were going up. So I switched my position and started to ride them back up and made pretty much all of my money back. I mean, at one point, I think I was down. Yeah, I was down like $70,000 at one point. But ironically, I switched directions and like, I'd literally made seventy thousand um, dollars. Well, I made like forty, then I made like thirty, and, and then it actually netted out. And so, so what? So from there, though, that's when revenge trading came in because I thought, man, the market can't see me. Like I know what I'm doing. If it go the other way, I switch and go that way too. And uh, <laughs> you know they go give me my money back, and, and so then I started jumping on other trades like let's go, and if it switch I'm gonna go down, and, and and so like then I started, I started realizing like okay I am venturing 
a little too far away from my normal trading plan. So that's what I want to kind of talk to you about today is just making sure that, um, you know, trading is a mental sport. Investing is a mental sport. And I want to make sure that we don't get knocked off our mental because it's like a boxer or a basketball player or any type of person who plays a sport. When they can talk you out your game, talk you out your head, that is where the mistakes start to happen. That is where the mistakes start to happen. And I started to get off my mental game. I was getting in my head. I was feeling myself. I started revenge trading. And when I'm revenge trading, I'm no longer following my one to three risk reward ratio. I'm not necessarily looking at support or resistance. I'm just chasing momentum. Uh, I don't even know how much money I'm trying to make. I'm just trying to make it back and make some for the headache I went through. So you can see how this totally can start to lead down a very dark and unproductive path. And then I just had to snap out of it because I was I was on like every day revenge trading, trying to get this money back. I got it back. I want more for for even making me have to get it back. Um, (laughs) Could anybody feel me on that? It was kind of crazy. And so a couple of things I was realizing while I was going through that is that, like I said, don't ever get off your mental game or recognize that you're off it and you got to get back on it immediately. The other thing I was thinking about is how money is not real. Money is just so not real because as my account swung up 20, 30,000 down 70,000, I'm sure you've been there before. And I immediately, I immediately was like, number one, I got to get this money back because the first thing I said was what I was like, man, I could have went and just bought a $70,000 used Escalade. Cause I was thinking about getting a new SUV. I immediately went to a place of like, I could have just went and bought a used Escalade for about $70,000. Right. And so money in itself, I'm realizing is not real because when it's going up and down on the paper, it's, it's just dollars and O's. It's not real until you send the money out and actually do something with it that can actually change your real life. Does that make sense? And so while the money is in the market, just going up and down, it's not real, which means if I lost the 70, it wouldn't have hurt me. Um, and then when I made the 70 back, why didn't I just pull it out and go buy that used Escalade? I was like, I don't really, I ain't about to buy no Escalade because I want to trade with it. And so the money in itself is not real, which means when you make money in the market, you didn't, it, it's not real until you actually send the profits out and pay off your house, buy a new car, take your loved one out to eat. That's when you can realize the power and effect of, excuse me, I got this notifications popping up. That's when you can realize the power and effect of what you are really trying to do of what money really is. When it's in the account, it's just moving up and that's just numbers on the paper. It don't really represent anything. But actually, when you start losing money, it does start to represent all the things you could have just blown it on or bought. Right. And so that leads me to my next thought is you definitely don't want to be investing, trading, whatever, any type of money that you're not willing to lose. 
And even if you are investing or trading stuff, you're willing, you're not willing to use. Cause, cause I remember when I uh, borrowed uh, from a student loan account, if you know my story, I took $10,000 student loan and turned into a six figure trading account. I remember in that moment, I still didn't want to lose the 10,000 from the student loan. Um, but, but I would only take trades that I really felt good about that really fit my plan and my strategic vision of where I could grow the account. It wasn't none of this revenge trading stuff that happened this week. It wasn't any speculation trades or anything like that. And so you don't want to invest or trade anything that you are not willing to lose. Number one, if you are investing on borrowed money or money that you really can't lose, you shouldn't be in anything hyper speculative, shouldn't be anything hyper short term. Some of the stuff I was trading, like it ended that day or this week, um, which was super short term. So it was like it wasn't no time for like maybe in two months it'll come back. It was like I'm going to have a decision Friday or tomorrow. Um, I was doing some super short term stuff, which is super risky. And it made me realize, like, well, why are you doing this? What are you trying to do? And again, I was revenge trading. But make sure you don't get talked off your game mentally. Remember that the money is not real until you actually pull it out and and actually do something with it, which means you should be trading or investing with money that you're willing to lose. So that brings me to the next point of discussion, which is do you value things or do you value the opportunity and the lessons? Okay. And so what do I mean by this? In that moment when I was down $70,000, I was like, I could have go, I could have bought a used Escalade. But in my heart of hearts, I don't value going to buy a car right now. I value the opportunity to potentially make more money. Now there's the other half of this is, do you also value the lesson? Because there's a chance that you could also lose the money and all you're left with is a lesson. And what was the lesson? I should have had a stop loss. I should have did a spread. Uh, I shouldn't have invested that much money that I could lose 70,000. <clears> you might have a myriad of lessons. I shouldn't have revenge traded. I shouldn't have took this short-term trade or this speculative trade. But I personally valued the opportunity to possibly make some money And I also value that if I lost the $70,000, I would have learned a $70,000 lesson. And to me, those two are more important than the thing of actually like, why didn't you just go buy an Escalade? And so I guess to put it a different way is if there's something you need to buy, don't trade that money. You shouldn't be trading that money. You shouldn't be investing it. Take that money and go buy the thing if that's truly what you want. Because in that moment, I realized had I lost 70,000, I could have always have bought an Escalade. I could have always just pulled it out and went to the local market or got online and found somebody and bought it if that's truly what I wanted because I was willing to lose it. I was down 70 grand. So if you truly, I, I, I don't want you to, when you trade or you invest, when things go against you and you lose money, I don't want you to be like, I should have just bought a watch. I should have just went out and had that nice dinner. If you truly feel that way and you're going to be upset about it and you don't value the opportunity or the lesson that you could learn, because that lesson could cost you a thousand dollars, which would have been a real nice steak dinner, right? For your whole family. And you have to ask yourself, do I value the lesson or the opportunity or do I value the thing? And if you value the thing, there's nothing wrong with that. 
send the money out and go buy the thing and just have the thing. Now you have it. You spent the money. You can't lose it. Enjoy it. And you might well, Jason Brandon, I won't have any money to invest. Well, well, isn't that the problem, right? And isn't that the push and pull of life? Do you value the opportunity and the possible lesson that'll come from of it, win or lose? Or do you value having the thing, whatever the thing is, all right? And then when the market is up and down and crazy like that, and you're not feeling good about your investing or your trading, you're not feeling good about where your account is at, you're in a bad place mentally, you have to remember that doing nothing is a strategy too. Because remember, we said the money is not real. So if you lose $1,000, what's your rush to get it back? Well, it's, it, as long as you're not investing with your, your mortgage payment or something that you need that week to pay on, is it really going to change your life if you lost 1000 Probably not because you had it in here to lose. My, my point is, if I lost the 70000 would it have really changed my life? No, don't get it twisted. I was going to be a little bit upset about it because I'm still human, right? No humans is going to be like, I would have lost 70 and I just would have been okay with that. Okay, sure, buddy, (laughs) right? So it would have stung. And when you lose that type of money, you start to be like, gosh, am I good at this? Uh, you, you, You let the negative talk creep in sometimes, but you also got to remember like, which what I did, I turned around and made 70 right back just as quick as I lost it, which also, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, again, that's not my normal behavior. So I started to venture off into an attic, venture off into gambling, venture off more into revenge trading, which I have to rope myself back in and say, hold on, you, you're starting to go to a dark place because now you're not investing. You're not reading the charts. It's not about support or resistance. It's like, if it's going up, if it can go up $2, if I buy 200 contracts, that's in the money, I can get $40,000 of my money back real quick. You know, that that's what I would, that's how I was thinking. And that's not, not, that's not my normal pattern as a power trader. As a power trader, I'm actually researching, looking at charts, doing fundamental research, and I'm waiting for the right opportunity more than I'm just in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out. But this week I was just, I mean, I'm surprised I didn't get a call from my broker. I mean, I'm just 200 contracts, 100 of those contracts. I'm down. I'm down. Close those out. Go bullish. Sell a spread. I mean, I was woo, woo. I was definitely outside of my normal trading grind. And some of you might have felt like that, too, with all this volatility going on in the market. Everything's up big one day, down big the next. But remember that doing nothing is a strategy. And don't you ever forget that. It is okay to sit on the sideline. That doesn't mean quit. That means still research. They'll look for uh, opportunities, determine where you would buy Apple on a pullback. Um, You still want to be connected, but don't feel like I got to do something right now or I had a loss and I got to get that money back right now because then you start digging a deeper hole for no real reason because the money isn't real anyway. Now, what would happen if I doubled down and lost 140,000? Of course, I'd have been like, I could have bought, (laughs) you know, that would have been a nice down payment on another exotic car. 
but if I truly wanted another exotic, then I should just send $140,000 out and just go buy another exotic car. But on the flip side, I shouldn't be risking 140 if I'm not willing to eat that. But that's what you'll do when you're revenge trading. And if you're willing to lose 70,000, the money's not real. You can pace yourself back. You can just do seven trades where you make $10,000 a piece and boom, you get the whole 70,000 back. You don't have to go all in, double down and start this gambler's mentality, which I was on the fringe of definitely borderline. Um, like, hold on, Jay, are, are you gambling? Is this, are you obsessive compulsive right now? Cause you, do you need to call the gambler's hotline? I, I thought about that. I'm like, am I like, am I gambling? Am I doing too much right here? Um, and so, so yeah, that's it. That's that. That's, that's all I wanted to share with you guys is money is not real. It's only until you take it out of the bank, spend it, do something out here in the physical world that will actually change your life, that the money then becomes real. Other than that, it's just a paper or when it's in the stock market, it's just numbers moving up and down on the sheet. That's all it is. And then do you value things or do you value the opportunity and the lesson, the opportunity to make money and the lesson you learn from believing in yourself, reading charts and it going right? And even tougher sometimes, do you value the lesson when you lose money? And you're like, what went wrong with that trade? Why was I even in that trade? Right? Oh, why did I break that rule? Right? That was okay. I'm glad I figured this out now so that my next trade, I can identify with that energy. I can identify that I was pulled off my mental and I can self-correct if I ever see that or feel that that energy, that pull again to go outside my normal uh, strategic trading plan because revenge trading is a real thing. You're a human. You start looking at it like it's a competition. Like, oh, you, you go do that to me. Watch what I do next. I'm going to get this back. And that's the beginning of the market getting in your head, talking you off your game, taking you away from looking at charts, dealing with good companies, buying six to 12 months out. It starts to suck you in and start doing something that you're not here to do. You start day trading. You start in and out of everything. You start doubling down, buying more options and shares than you normally would have bought. How do I know? That was me. That was me this week. That was me this week. Not proud of it. Not proud of it. Um, but I'm glad I could rope myself back in and I'm hoping that this episode can save some of you from you know doing something crazy or if you've been there um, to let you know that it's okay that you kind of veered off your map, veered off your plan, start walking down side streets. Let's get you back on the main road, back following the signs, headed in the direction that you ultimately wanted to go and trading the strategy that you ultimately know works and that will get you to financial freedom someday. So be patient, be kind to yourself. If you lost money this week, it's part of the game. If you made money this week, it's part of the game. If you got off your game plan this week, it's okay. Get back on it. It's all part of the process. I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you're ready to learn how to have your money work hard for you instead of you working hard for it, then I want you to join us inside Power Trades University. Power Trades University is my group coaching program where we look for real trades in the real market every week for two hours live. 
It's all recorded and timestamped in case you can't make it live. You also have access to my amazing community of traders, plus access to all of my best selling stocks and option courses, and even my master classes. Just head on over to www.powertradesuniversity.com. Once again, just head on over to www.powertradesuniversity.com, and I'll see you on the inside. 